0: much of our success in this space depends on taking advantage of the opportunities that come around. So the skills that we require might be different than prototypical investing. It's still relevant to consider what drives success. And for no other reason than to outsmart the competition which is soon going to come on cavalry. How are you going to get that practice if you don't try it out and invest a little money along the way? It doesn't take a lot. But having these simulators that you need to come up with your projected income, I'm going to guide you with some barometers as I learn them. happy to pass them along because it's just hard to find those because everyone wants it. So they're going to become popular. I mean, you want to have your finances be balance of reliability and maximization so if you can find a safety net that also offers you great return on an individual level you're achieving the success you need and this is why it's important to level set that the industry of startups as a whole will make you a good amount of money by diversifying So you'll have a reliable amount of savings. Categorizations of where innovation has occurred and which has been most successful. So that's going to be kind of the the test parameter that we'll use because if you've seen a lot of startups succeed in that space. And even if you don't know specific elements of that sector, you can make broader judgments about how to predict where innovation or investment should occur. only having one chance to make an investment requires more thought process up front so it's important to put in the time and the energy and the concentration required to make that decision because it's a different philosophy that doesn't suit uh, the caffeine addicted uh, Wall Street traders but the nice thing is they can lock in better returns than them. So it's a great way to secure your family's future. And the other component is if, if consumer products, if consumers' lives are hard, consumer tech can come into play. So that consumer tech does have a place. It's just assessing the volume of that problem that you need to rely on the wisdom of the crowd. I'm not going to sit on my hoard of gold I'm going to share it with you guys and let's build something great together anything that you find that you want to discuss I'm all ears shoot me a note and um, as you find more companies that are worth highlighting like we're all trying to learn and this is a fantastic opportunity to expand your knowledge base one company at a time follow the guidance of what has appeal to the masses because it's a consumer product and a lot of people think it's a good idea then it might have something to it that's where you start your analysis and then if it's a business to business product or service, it's so ripe for innovation that when those come along, it would have to be a terrible idea to not be worthy of your investment. So that's my recommendation, is to go after those, and I'll be relying on a panel of people who know a little bit more about the operations that I do, so stay tuned. There's no shortage of success stories in the startup space. It's challenging to find the right valuation across multiple industry sectors, however. Do some sectors carry more risk? Well, I think there's a matter of hurdle, right? which ideas are good ones that come with any consumer product but if it's in the business-to-business space they're already been tried and proven as part of the growth process of a company so if they can find a way to make the company more efficient or the industry more efficient that says a lot and you don't need to worry about there being a specific problem that it's solving as much as relying on some industry expertise or in lieu of that, some sales. What are the different sectors that you guys have uh, experience and expertise on? love to get more feedback on what drives you. So, the first step is identifying what those segments are. And how would we go about finding a market sector that's defined as a consumer target customer? Well, it might be easier to do the opposite, which is to carve out the ones that are manufacturing or targeted at business users. I don't really see why anyone wouldn't be investing in small businesses, startups at this point. They're just like shooting fish in a barrel. You can uh, pick out, even at a baseline, if you're just learning, what's the expected return. Compare that to what you would get from the stock market and then factor in the element of skill that you would learn and it seems like the perfect time to be getting into this. I'm really grateful to have found this opportunity. Your experience in other realms will dictate what expertise you have, and you can have a unique advantage over other investors' space. It's important to look at the sectors that you think you have expertise on, and if they're achieving a quick exit that's a good way to check if your potential strategy also translates to whether that market sector is ripe for innovation, which is an important piece of whether or not there will be an exit. And the size of the industry is measured as a as a real um, GDP number, so we can reference those tallies according to other industry publications to determine how much innovation there's been in that space. So that kind of answers the question about where there's a lot of innovation occurring, Is in, as a percent of what could be occurring. Obviously, the, there's been a lot of change in those segments according to pace of change in the market in general. So. There's the infamous dot-com bubble that occurred in the early 2000s. So we want to be mindful of the fact that uh, these industry sectors are changing as well. But over the period of time for which we have information, which is only the last eight years or so, hopefully those have been somewhat stable where you can make some judgments about how much innovation has occurred in the last ten years relative to the market share of those industries of the entire GDP. And then that's kind of the innovation tracking but there's also pieces of uh... Regardless of your investment horizon cash flow is always a positive. Waiting that acquisition very highly is something I've encouraged in the past and should be, should form the basis of your uh, solution. So when you're trying to figure out which startups historically have been successful, that's great, is just shy of 10%. Now that's not going to give you a fair estimate of what their valuation is but it's not a bad start either I'm not really concerned I'm just pointing out that if if we have to choose an area to focus our um, to focus our analysis I think we've talked how if you think if you if you have expertise in in technology like that there seem to be a lot of uh, tech acquisitions by those big four platform, um, companies, Facebook, Google, Amazon, and Apple, because there's this huge arms race to have a, a, iron grip on the technology. So in other words, if they, if like there was a recent, uh, acquisition by Facebook where the investors got 90 times their money. And it was this, um, it's like this um, basically like a machine learning algorithm that allows Facebook to start incorporating emotion sensing. So who knows how they're going to use it? Like I don't actually really want to (laughs) know, but it, it allows Facebook to have a monopoly on all the work that that company's done. So that's an example of if you, can identify a sector where there's a lot of acquisition incurring, then it guarantees a quicker payday. So you might want to wait or skew your portfolio a little bit in that direction in the interest of getting more capital soon to be able to invest in the startup trend in general. I mean, there's always going to be opportunity, but uh, I feel like as a whole, the market's at its peak right now, and it's probably not going to last forever just based on the visibility that it's getting which is to say it's still a little under the radar so i feel like acquisition tar- targets are important thing to keep track of that's that's really all i'm getting at because like i said there's just so many good opportunities where i'm like well where should i focus my my time and so that's why i developed that momentum report is i just wanted to look at the ones that i need to look at I just want to see which ones are going to end soon. So I don't miss the boat mainly because otherwise I could be doing this 24 seven and that would be great for my investment future, but not so good for my life. Are you still there, Joe?